Elementary music teacher friend, you love what you do, but you might feel unappreciated and, in fact, unseen some days. You may even feel like you're on a music teacher island and just want to connect with other music teachers who can relate to both your struggles and wins when it comes to teaching elementary music. I get you and understand completely the feelings you're having. That's why each and every week, the Elementary Music Teacher Podcast will provide you with solo and guest episodes that will help you realize you're not alone in your music teaching journey. Throughout each episode, my goal is for you to be able to walk away with actionable steps and ideas to help you feel like you're ready to take on the new week with whatever challenges may be thrown your way. Hi, I'm your host, Jessica Peresta, and I'm so glad you're here. Whether you're at home, in your car, in the shower, or wherever else you're listening, grab your cup of coffee or whatever other beverage is nearby and listen in to the Elementary Music Teacher Podcast. I'm Brian Carpenter, host of Fresh Air at Five, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Hey friend, I am so excited to invite you to a free three-day challenge called the Reflect and Renew Challenge. In this free challenge, you'll begin to think about teaching elementary music in a new way. In just three days, you'll go from feeling overwhelmed to confident and will surround yourself with other music teachers who will support and encourage you. Day one is all about reflecting. You'll reflect back over where you're at in the school year and identify the highs and lows, no matter if you are joining this challenge at the beginning, middle, or end of the school year. We start with reflecting first in order to move forward successfully. Day two is all about processing. Your process through what it is you need to focus on to make your music teaching situation successful. Then day three is all about renewal. You'll break through mindset beliefs while setting goals and action steps to help you meet them. Each day of the challenge, you'll be getting a daily challenge email that will contain action steps for you to take. So simply head to subscribepage.com forward slash reflect and renew challenge to save your seat and I'll see you there. Hey there, I hope you are doing well. And we are definitely into January and I am off to amazing 2024 and I hope you are as well. Today we're going to talk about how to dominate your formal observation. Most of the time this happens in the spring, sometimes in the fall, but I know for the most part springtime is when all the formal observations happen. So I wanted to do an episode about this hopefully before yours comes around. So the first thing I want to say is to be confident. I know it is so nerve wracking having someone sitting in your room, well, not just someone, your admin sitting in your classroom, taking notes, watching you, and you don't know if their pen is moving because they're making positive remarks on this paper, or if it's something they want to talk to you about later. And it's just sometimes overwhelming. Let's just be honest. But I want you to go in with confidence. I want you to think about how many people or adults, I should say, you have been in front of. So when you put on a school performance or concert or program, whatever you call it, all the adults in the room watching, parents, staff, teachers, admin, 
have watched you. They've already watched you perform and present. And let's be honest, part of teaching is you're up there directing your students, which is part of the being a music teacher piece. But also, maybe you've done informances before and you've invited anyone into your classroom to watch students do what they do, right? In the music room. Maybe you've also had a student teacher and they've watched you teach. You've probably also had informal observations. I know before I had my formal observation, I've had my admin come into my classroom just on a whim from time to time just to kind of see what's going on. Other things, other adults pop in and out all the time. So think about prepared that makes you, and maybe you haven't thought about that piece, but you go in with confidence. You've been teaching your students. You are an expert. You are going to do a great job. So go in with confidence, but also on the flip side of that, go in prepared, be as prepared as you can. And I know it's hard because you don't always know what they're looking for. Every admin's different. Some have a musical background, some do not. Some have the same expectations as a regular classroom teacher. And some understand that the music classroom looks a little bit differently. So for me, what I like to do is when I'm thinking about my formal observation, I think about presenting my lesson to or for both small group and whole group instruction. That way I feel like I'm covering a little bit of me teaching the entire class, but also I'm showing how I can facilitate learning as well, which we know is a huge part right now in a classroom. So that is something I would suggest to you. Let's say you see your students for 45 minutes and I don't know what grade level this will be for, but from the moment the kids come in, have something you're doing with them. When they sit down, you're starting with a warm up. You're not just talking, but have them doing something, a body percussion, do some vocal warm ups, have them review a song they've already done, and then have something prepared where they're going into small groups or maybe even partners and they are practicing. Maybe they've already been working on it, which this is my next point, is you don't have to do something new. Do something that your students have already done with you and you're building upon it where, hey, last time, boys and girls, we learned this song. You sang it. We started practicing counting the rhythms together. Today, we're going to get instruments out and play the rhythms together. Then in small groups, you're going to have rhythm cards on the floor and you're going to put the rhythms in order of the way you think they should sound from the song and practice them together in small groups. Something like that. That was just an example off the top of my head. But something you've already been doing with your students, then you're building upon it in the next lesson during your formal observation. I also want to say to not sweat the small stuff. There is never a perfect class. Never a perfect class, period. There is going to be things that go wrong. You're going to have, speaking from experience, to be honest, we were working on my Christmas performance and one of the students peed on the stage. That was totally unexpected. And no, it wasn't a formal observation, but just a perfect example of things that could go wrong, right? So you're going to have, who knows, honestly, a fire alarm could be pulled. Someone could pee on your floor. You could have a mallet broken. Someone is talking out. We know behavior issues are going to pop up and it's hard. It's hard to just like, oh my gosh, what do I do in the middle of class when I'm teaching and the students back here acting like a hot mess? So don't sweat the small stuff though. Your administrator understands that kids are not robots. They know that you are a good teacher and they're just kind of looking to see how you're going to handle it. So what I would do, what I have done is prepare mentally for those moments that come. If 
and you know the class you have, little Johnny's back here acting up. What am I going to do? What will I do while I'm still teaching with little Johnny? If I have an unexpected interruption, what will I do? What will they be looking for? How are they going to want to see me move forward in my lesson if something goes wrong? So kind of prepare for that as well. Not just your actual lesson plan, but for the unexpected situations that not if, but when they come, okay? Also keep your pacing and transition smooth. I have done many episodes on this podcast about pacing and transition. So go back and search for those if you have not listened to them. So when we talked about going from whole group to small group instruction, it's not just, okay, go to small groups, but how are you gonna get them there? How are you assigning the groups? What are they gonna do when they're in the groups? I want you to model what you want your students to do and not just talk. Show them, not tell them. Simple instructions, no more than five words at a time. So think about your pacing. Don't spend too long or not enough time on certain things. Think about the ages of your students. So you're not going to want to spend all 45 minutes on one song with kindergarten. Obviously, they're going to need to keep it moving. And then the transitions. How are you going to get them from one activity to another? But also within the song, transitioning from singing to padding rhythms, from padding rhythms to, I don't know, what else? Stomping the beat. How are you going to get them to those micro transitions, but also the transitions between activities? Plan for that as well. Then think about what you have posted on your wall or written on your whiteboard or pulled up on your smart board or whatever else you have in your room. Every school is different. Every district's different. Every admin has different expectations. So if they're wanting to see I can statements, you need to make sure you have the I can statements posted somewhere. If they're wanting to see objectives posted or they're wanting to see your standards written out, make sure you have that posted. Whatever your admin expects of you, make sure you have that. And make, this should have probably been a practice of yours all school year long, but if not, oh well. Move forward and definitely the day of your formal observation, make sure you have what you need to have posted, posted. So that is something that's so important and make sure if you, it's been a while since you've thought about that, then make sure you know what they expect of you so you have that ready to go in front of you. Also, make sure you follow the lesson plan that is in front of you and that you have handed them. I've talked about many times, I'm a firm believer that your lesson plan that is written or typed down in front of you, you're going to need to modify and adjust it based upon the actual students you see in front of you. Meaning sometimes you got to be flexible and go with the flow and switch it up and change it if it's not working. But for formal observation, I do not do that. I follow it the way it's written. Maybe there's a couple of different nuances and I maybe will later explain to my admin why I left something out or moved it. And I think that's okay for them to see, but I don't think you should just scrap the whole thing if it's not working because they're there to follow your lesson plan the way it's laid out. So make sure you follow that plan and don't deviate from it too far because they are following it most of the time. I don't know every admin in the world, but I know mine followed the lesson planner looking to see what am I doing from the beginning of class in the middle, transitions, and at the end. So they need to have that in front of them. So make sure you're following your plan. And then the last thing I want to mention is I know from having a ton and ton and ton of formal observations of myself, your admin are looking for you to ask questions to your students. 
And they're also looking for you to give positive feedback. And so make sure you're doing that. It doesn't need to be a ton of questions. It could be even towards the end of class where you are asking questions to students around what they learned that day. Or maybe it's when they're doing a warm up or the song you've already presented to them. And then you're reusing the song and you're doing something different to it. You are asking questions based upon what students learn, even the previous class period before your formal observation. So I know that even if you implement even just a couple of these things I mentioned, you're going to rock your formal observation. Just take time to prepare. Think about it like an interview kind of. Um, I know I know for me, uh, when I did an interview this summer, one thing they wanted to do was see me teach. And that was a formal observation. So prepare like you would for an interview where they're asking you to teach something. Make sure you go and prepare not just your lesson plan itself, but the way you're going to teach the transitions, differentiating learning, and how you're going to ask questions to your students as well. So you probably have a couple other things you want to throw in there, which is totally fine. But I wanted to share what's worked for me, and I hope that you find this helpful. I'll see you next week with a brand new episode. Well, hey there. Thank you so much for listening into the Elementary Music Teacher Podcast. There is an exclusive Facebook group just for listeners of this podcast and any elementary music teacher called the Elementary Music Teacher Community Facebook Group. Come on over and join us there where we have conversations around the podcast episodes and encourage each other each and every week. And also head to my website, thedomesticmusician.com. I have some free resources there that you can download to help you gain traction in your classroom today as well as the blog and the membership site and all kinds of other goodies to help you keep going in your music teaching journey. I cannot wait to keep connecting with you and encouraging you and spurring you on in your journey of teaching elementary music. Hang in there, have an amazing week, and I will see you soon.